It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Welcome to Stoppage Time from the MLS UK show. It's episode five. And as always, I'm Henry Hewitt and I'm joined by... Elliot Holman. Get in Orlando City, top of the league. Well, joint top because Atlanta are there as well. Just one place above <laughs> you like we finished last year as well. Uh, all right, all right. <laughs> uh, welcome to Stoppage Time. The first one after a match day in MLS, so we've got actual football to talk about. Um, I think we should get cracking, though, straight away by talking about something that isn't related to the weekend we've just had in MLS. Uh, the first talking point this week is Jesse Marsh. He's uh, coming over to these shows, reportedly about to sign up and become the head coach of Leeds United. As we record this, this is a rumour, a strong rumour, but just a rumour. Um, Elliot, American head coaches haven't had the best record in the Premier League. How do you see this one going? Um, look, this is a this is a guy of a very different caliber to somebody I know you're referring to called Bob Bradley, um, and I I think there's a lot of question marks if you're a Leeds fan and you're not an MLS fan or uh, you haven't heard of Jesse Marsh and seen what what he's achieved within the Red Bull Group, then I understand why. You maybe think, well, we're Leeds United, we're a, we're a big club, and we deserve somebody big to come in and try and try and save us. Jesse Marsh is a good appointment, I think. Um, just because you don't know somebody, just because you're not aware of their work, doesn't mean that they aren't the right fit. We've seen that time after time, not just in the Premier League, but but all over. There's a guy sitting on the Manchester United bench called Chris Armus. No one's batted an eyelid. No one's questioned that whatsoever. Am I the only one thinking, that's a bit weird because he's not very good. <laughs> Jesse Marsh, actually good. Yeah, well, we just hope that Jesse Marsh won't have uh, his players calling him Ted Lasso like Chris Armas has been over the last few <laughs> weeks. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm intrigued to see how this turns out because, as I said there, US head coaches haven't the best record in uh, the Premier League. Um, it's going to be difficult. He's going into a team that A, can't defend at the moment and B, are staring down the barrel of relegation. Uh, so there's a lot of pressure on. If he'd gone in in the summer during the close season, uh, could have a few months sort of moulding the team in his 
uh, direction, then maybe I'd think a bit differently. But a relegation battle, and, and I guess this is why you see over times over and over again, uh, Premier League clubs in this situation going for the likes of Sam Allardyce or Tony Pulis, that sort of manager, Roy Hodgson, who have done it before, because it, it is a challenge. So for me, it's either going to go one or two ways. I think Jesse Marsh could become a hero. He could stay at Leeds and uh, it's all great. And it looks great on MLS as well. And the US soccer, uh, having a US head coach there. Or on the other hand, he relegates Leeds United and uh, it uh, really does a number on head coaches from MLS. But uh, I can't wait to see what uh, what happens. Um, shall we move on to... Number two then, Elliot, should we start talking about what happened in MLS this weekend? Yeah, we've been scrambling for months to talk about stuff to do with MLS. We've had an actual whole round of fixtures and we've taken this long to get to it. Come on. Well, the the first talking point, and this is a biggie, it's a biggie for the MLS UK show. You was laughing at this on episode one of our <laughs> main episodes. Uh, he was started on the bench. He then comes off the bench, Dom Dwyer, and before the half is out, makes it 2-0 to Atlanta. Um, as as a big Orlando fan and someone who, it's safe to say, isn't one of Dom Dwyer's biggest fans, what was going through your head when you saw him score that second goal for Atlanta? Can I be real? I'll be really honest. I didn't have much of a reaction because I was a bit stunned. That Dom Dwyer that controlled the ball beat his man, smashed it into the net. That's that's not somebody that we've seen for three, four years. That's the Dom Dwyer that arrived in Orlando. I don't know what happened after that. I kind of feel pleased for him, I guess, because it's been an embarrassingly long time since he scored. I think it was 2019, the last time he scored a league goal. Um, but just a bit bemused by the whole thing, because I think... If he genuinely was that player that we just saw, if that's what he's going to offer week in, week out, then every team in the league's got a problem. They've, they've been leaving him to rot. I don't know what lit that spark for him, but I'll be honest with you, that is bigger than my ego and my opinion. If he's going to do that week in, week out, that's fine. That is absolutely fine because it's going to be box office. Him and Joseph... Yeah, well, it is going to be MLS box office. It's going to be that sort of 2018 vibes if Joseph and uh, Dom Dwyer are up front scoring goals. Well, Martinez hasn't actually scored yet. so Well, he's, he's assisted too. So uh, maybe that's going to be his game. Maybe he's going to assist more. Um, yeah, I've got to admit, when Rouge UK went off after he scored, I was worried because he scored. I thought, brilliant. Atlanta, what a great start to the season. 1-0. Oh, no, he's injured and here comes Dom Dwyer. So uh, I was more in that camp. <laughs> When Tom scored, I was like, oh my God. I even tweeted saying, stop the season now, it's peaked. Nothing's going to beat this. Uh, obviously, Atlanta went on to win 3-1. Um, the jury's still out. I, can Dom Dwyer be that guy that scores 10 or 15 goals this year? I don't know. But if he's going to be that guy who can come off the bench and trouble defences like he did, uh, and he had a, a chance just before that was offside. I mean, he put it wide, but it was offside anyway. Uh, then we're going to be in for an interesting season. And for an, an Atlanta point of view, if you've got that player coming off the bench, then uh, it's it's a real impact on what can what can happen for Atlanta. But uh, yeah, good start from my boys, the five stripes. Uh, that's, well, we can talk briefly about Orlando. You won as well. Must be a, a happy bunny or a happy duck, I should say, with Pato. 
Yes, happy duck. Uh, there was ducks on the field, bears on the field. Ridiculous. Uh, to be honest with you, it, we didn't start well at all. Uh, my dad was at the game. He's over in Florida at the minute. And uh, you know when you you introduce someone to something and you just want it to be good and you want them to enjoy it. And my dad was sat there. He made the effort to go and enjoy the first 10, 15 minutes of that game. And I'm thinking, this is this is not going well. Um, but luckily, uh, Orlando turned it around. Really nice bit of pace from Juan to set up the uh, the Pato goal. And then the press, bit of high pressing uh, for the second goal as well, which is really nice to see. Great atmosphere. Um, nice way to start the season. And I, I don't know, I just... My dad sent me pictures. You've been as well. I know you're not an Orlando fan, but you've been, you, you know, it's... I was getting sent pictures and I just look at that place and I, some, there's something about half of me is there all the time. Like I just see it and it just makes me so happy. I just, I absolutely love that place. And that's, that's what football's all about, isn't it? Yeah. And I do notice that you're, uh, yeah, more of your heart is there when Norwich City are losing games over here. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> next year, um, start of next season when Norwich are winning games in the championship and Orlando miss out on the playoffs, maybe you're more of your hearts over here then. Uh, right. Let's move on to number three of our talking points. And we've got to mention this guy. Uh, if it weren't for Dom Dreyer, he would have been uh, first in our look back at the weekend's action. Carlos Veya is back. Uh, what a player he is. No one ever doubted that he, would, um, he wouldn't make this comeback. But to start the season, hat-trick, 3-0 to LAFC against Colorado Rapids. It's all things good again in MLS, am I right? It just feels like the good old days, doesn't it? Um, I watched that LAFC game. Uh, they were on at the same time as Columbus, weren't they? So I had, uh, had a bit of dual screen going on uh, on these behind me. And I'll be honest, I was watching the Columbus game because it just looked a bit more exciting. There'd been a couple of goals already. Um, the LAFC Colorado game, they were just hacking chunks out of each other constantly for the first 20 minutes. Um, but I mean, you give that guy, the guy's got so much quality. He's got so much composure. There's nothing I can say that, no, you know, people haven't said before, but Carlos Veo, if that's the form he's going to be in this season, and we've got Chicharito as well, and um, we've got Costa, even Dom Dwyer's scoring, it's going to be box office. Uh, with Carlos Feyer, though, I mean, it is game one. We have to remind ourselves, as excited as we are, it is only game one. But with him scoring goals, has your opinion on LAFC changed in, the, in over the last 48 hours? Are you seeing them as real contenders now? I, I watched the game and I think I think the squad, when you... <sighs> When you see players, and I don't, I don't mean to be disrespectful because I kind of have the same opinion with Atlanta as well. Is that there's a lot of players there that I think, really, at LAFC, they got a good agent. Do you know what I mean? And there's a few on the Atlanta roster, and I have to admit, uh, I was completely wrong about Gutman as well because I see, I've seen him play a couple of times, and he's been horrendous. And actually, put a really good shift in for Atlanta the other day. So I, I hold my hands up on that one. Um, but yeah, it's a bit of a bit of a strange roster you look at and you think oh LAFC used to be packed with stars um but hey if they're all going to do the dirty work and Carlos Vey is going to be putting the putting the goal um putting shots on target finding the back of the net that often they have to be contenders so do you want to mention it or should I the importance of what they've done the players they've brought in what does it give them oh oh I know this one I just pick me pick me go on Elliot go on Elliot is it MLS experience. 
Ding, 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 ding. There's the mention for this week. Yay. Uh, right, moving on then to number four. And uh, I've got to say, as we move on to number four, we are going to talk more about the opening weekend and what happens next weekend in the next episode of the MLS UK show, the, uh, the main episode. But for now, this is just a bite-sized uh, look at what's happening in MLS. And number four... And this just broke just before we recorded. It's quite interesting. So by the time you watch this or listen to this, it might have just been completely blown out the water and everyone's saying it's a load of rubbish. But for now, it is a rumour. Sergio Ramos, apparently LA Galaxy, have been talking to him. Um, it's an interesting move. No, 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 no. Stop you there, stop you there. It's not Sergio Ramos. It's Sergio Tamos. Huh? Tam, Tamos, Tam. Yeah, wasn't he a uh, Houston manager, Tam Ramos? <laughs> uh, but no, we're looking at Sergio. Uh, Defensive-wise, uh, we saw at the weekend LA Galaxy kept, I think it was the second clean sheet in like 16 home games. So uh, maybe the defenders got wind of this and thought we'd better put a shift in. But that has been what's lacking for LA Galaxy is someone at the back, a leader. Sergio Ramos not been playing much for PSG. Um, this could be, is it? Well, this could be the right time. But you've got to say this is a would be an excellent move for them. I watched um, the other Friday night a couple of weeks ago. I watched PSG and uh, Ramos wasn't fit, and they said he'd really been struggling with injury and wasn't didn't know if it was ever going to work out for him there. And my immediate thought was, somebody take a chance on him. Somebody make a move in MLS and LA Galaxy. I like the fit. I'm bored of Inter Miami being linked with everyone. So first of all, well done for somebody not making up a rumor about that. Um, but in all seriousness, I I really like it. And I think as well, what's interesting, obviously massive character to bring into the uh, locker room, as I should call it. Um, and it's good because no, it's not going to put anyone's nose out of joint. If you're a, if you're a defender for LA Galaxy now, doesn't matter if Sergio Ramos turns up wants to wants to take your position in centre back. It's absolutely fine because he'll be suspended the next week. You still get a game. <laughs> yeah, if you want someone to play uh, one every three games, then Sergio Ramos yeah. is your man. Uh, <laughs> but you might keep a clean sheet in those uh, one in three games. Uh, yeah, I mean this would be. I, I know we keep on talking about how MLS is trying to get rid of the sort of retirement league tag. Uh, I know Buffon was rumoured a few weeks ago, but he's just signed a new contract at Parma, so that's not going to happen now. But uh, Ramos coming in, he's got his injury troubles, but for a man of that stature, uh, of what he's done in the game, in particular at Real Madrid, um, and winning the World Cup with Spain as well, this would be an incredible signing. And LA Galaxy, getting back to the old school, suddenly having Chicharito, Costa and Ramos in the team, it's the Galacticos of MLS. This is what we grew up on. This is what we love, LA Galaxy, like this. Yeah, and how good did they look yesterday? Started really bright. Um, poor old Sean Johnson under pressure so much in that game. Uh, Costa looks so bright, uh, cutting inside, trying shots from the edge of the box. And I thought, they're going to get a hatful here. Finished 1 0. Uh, <laughs> last minute goal. <laughs> Yeah, I was uh, I was nervous because we had two nil nils. If we were doing a, a full MLS UK show episode, uh, should we bring back this season booing teams that have got a nil nil? Oh, absolutely. Four teams. That Miami game. I was I sat there thinking this just this is what Sky get. Sky over here in the UK chose that game to show over everything, just because it's Beckham and Shakiri. That's literally the only reason I can think of. Oh God, it was so boring. Yeah, I, uh, I I was watching the game on Sky Sports over here and uh, looking. I was looking at the fixtures and thought, 
Charlotte FC's first ever game. I would rather watch that. I'm going to be honest with you. But uh, no, it showed into Miami. Uh, the next day, they showed uh, LA Galaxy, New York City FC. So there's been one goal uh, for the coverage here in the UK <laughs> uh, to watch so far. Luckily, um, I managed to get a stream of the Atlanta game and the uh, and there was more goals in that. But uh, yeah, hopefully there'll be more goals, especially next weekend as we'll react to it on the uh, second main episode, episode 102 of the MLS UK show. And if that's not exciting enough, if that's not a carrot enough for all of you to listen and watch the next episode, she's back. Poppy's kit reviews for 2022 will be back next episode. She's going to record them. Um, I think it's Monday we're recording this Stop His Time episode. It's going to be Tuesday or Wednesday we'll record them. I had to make sure I wasn't watching any MLS in front of her this weekend just so she didn't get a preview of any kits. If you are a new subscriber, if you're a new follower on your podcast platform, uh, you might not know, but Poppy is my wife. And every year I show her the brand new kits and she reacts to them. Uh, this is someone who doesn't like soccer. She doesn't really watch soccer. And uh, she looks, uh, it's safe to say, Elliot, is it a unique point of view at the kits? I think unique is a generous way of describing it. Um, but definitely tune in. I am fascinated to see what she thinks to, in particular, the NYCFC jersey and the Orlando City jersey. Not because it's Orlando, but because it's wild. I've not shown her this yet. This is just merely a prediction. But especially with a name like Poppy, she is uh, partial. She's prone to liking a kit that maybe has a sort of a flower theme to it. So I'm going to go with that Portland kit. That's what I predict will be her favourite kit. Yeah, Bryony would be the same. If if I asked her to pick any, any jersey from this year, she, she wouldn't care that it was Portland and not Orlando. She'd just, she'd just choose Portland every time. So there you go. That's what you got to look forward to on the next full episode of the MLS UK show. Uh, just a shout out, actually, to all our new subscribers and followers. Uh, we got quite a lot from the first episode of this series, episode 102. If you haven't watched that yet, uh, then uh, go back and watch it. You can look at our predictions, see if we got our uh, predictions for the first match day right or wrong. And we'll be doing our uh, slightly late. And I think the first two game weeks could influence our actual season predictions. Uh, but we're going to do them on the next episode as well. I think it's nice to get a little indication because people have been asking me, oh, who's going to be strong this year? No idea. I wouldn't have said Austin, even though they were playing Cincinnati. I wouldn't have said they were going to put five past them. So... Uh, we'll we'll have had a couple of games to gauge it, which will be nice. Uh, stay tuned for that. Don't forget, if you haven't subscribed on YouTube or liked or click the notification bell, make sure you do as well. And if you listen on your podcast provider, please follow us, subscribe, leave a rating and a review. You can do it on Spotify now as well. It really helps us out and we really appreciate it. But for now, this has been episode five of Stoppage Time. I've been Henry Hewitt. And I've been Elliot Holman, top of the league. Thank you very much. Joint top. See ya. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. 
No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.